Welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I do count it as a privilege that you have decided to be here at this moment in time. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. And for all those brand new listeners to this podcast, let me go ahead and introduce myself. My name is Akayami McCoy, and I am the Christian Therapist. I'm a licensed psychotherapist who practices in the state of Maryland as well as Georgia. I'm also the author of two books called Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, as well as My Purpose Then and Now. Both of these books can be purchased on Amazon, and you'll find out more information about that in the show notes. I also have a Facebook group for those who are wishing to connect with other people in a community, and that group is called Purpose Driven High Achievers. Who I work with is high achievers who want to stop losing themselves in relationships, improve their focus, perform better, and become more productive. My goal is to empower people to realize their full human potential. And I do that through therapy, through coaching, consulting, as well as education. With that being said, let me inform you that this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. The purpose of this podcast is just to inform, educate, and entertain. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And stay tuned all the way through to the end for a little bit more information in connecting with me. You know, I actually take pride in the fact that I'm a good studier of human behavior as well as animal behavior. And what I mean by that is I have for the last 14 years been observing the way my dog interacts and how he gets around and moves about and all that kind of stuff. And I realized that this dog, he has no shame in his game whatsoever. He has no inhibitions at all. He will hump anything. He will lick anything. I mean, anything. He'll eat anything. He will actually just lift his leg up and go to the bathroom. He don't care where he is. He just has no inhibitions whatsoever. But what's really happening is the fact that no animal has any inhibitions. They instinctively will do what they are programmed to do. They're animals. They don't care. No shame in their game. No guilt, no embarrassment, none of that. But there's another population that is the same way almost. And that's that age group from age five and below. Little children usually have no inhibitions whatsoever. They will strip down butt naked, take their pampers off, run around the house. They don't care who looking at them, who sees what. They don't care if you are watching them playing with themselves. They have no shame, no guilt. They will put anything in their mouths. They will pick up another child's pacifier and stick it in their mouth. They will stick their fingers up their noses and put it in their mouth. And you'd be like, oh my gosh, like, don't you have any shame? No, they don't. They have no inhibitions. They don't care. But as we get older, we tend to start developing some inhibitions based off of how others, you know, respond to the things that we do. So if I had this habit of sticking my 
fingers up my nose when I was a little kid. The first time that somebody's like, ew, that's nasty. Then guess what? I'm not going to do that no more. <laughs> so, yes, I will start developing this inhibition. And at least if I'm going to do it, I would go do it in front of anybody. I'm going to go somewhere privately and do it. But that's what happens. We learn what's socially acceptable as we're getting older and as we're being taught. Anything that is socially that is not socially acceptable we tend to inhibit ourselves from doing those things in front of people. Other, other things that happen as we're getting older and learning a little bit about the right type of behavior, good or bad, is we will secretly, we will secretly um, hinder ourselves from doing certain things that actually are good for us because we make an assumption of how people are going to respond. Now, don't get this confused with the, the um, things that, you know, the inhibitions that we tend to think that we want to do, but we're scared to do it because of what people might think. For instance, if you know, and if you know that it's social, socially unacceptable, uh, unacceptable for you to just walk outside and take your top off, you know that that's not something that you should do. But women, we know that most of the time we can't stand away our bra fills and we just want to take that thing off. Well, we're not going to do that out in public. We're going to do that in the privacy of our home. Right. So there are things that we will automatically learn to do and not to do. But what about when we need to speak about something or speak up about something that's happening when we're on our jobs? We needed a promotion and we want a promotion and but we're too scared to say something or speak up. We inhibit ourselves from going after or saying what we need from people because of our assumed um, perception of how they're going to respond to us. So we can inhibit ourselves when it will benefit us and we can inhibit ourselves when we're worried about the consequences of other people's actions. When we have bad experiences or where when we have trauma in our lives, sometimes the trauma itself will keep us from doing things that we believe was the cause of that trauma in the past. So if you had a bad sexual experience, you know, with someone or you were abused or physically hurt because you either spoke up or you were abused because um, you were in in a private area with somebody and they did something to harm you, you will change your behavior or, or you adjust your behavior so you can make sure that that does not occur again. And sometimes because of the trauma that we experience, we can inhibit our interactions with other people. It can cause problems in our relationships. It can cause problems on our job. It can cause problems in school, especially if somebody, um, you know, reacted negatively when you spoke about something or you gave your opinion or you raised your hand and, you know, answered, wanted to answer a question. If somebody responds negatively to you, then more than likely you're not going to speak about it again. You're not going to act this way again if somebody criticizes what you did. And that can cause you problems throughout the rest of your life. So what do we do? What do we do to overcome 
this, especially when the inhibitions are interfering or hindering us from being great? Well, the first thing that we could do is to at least do a self-reflection. Name that thing which you know that you're doing, which you know is hindering you from obtaining what it is that you want or speaking and using your voice. So do a self-reflection so you can identify what that thing is. The next thing you might want to do is consider what has held you back from excelling in certain areas. Like, is it your ability to be intimate with someone in relationships and therefore you're causing your relationships to end prematurely because you can't allow yourself to be freely expressive with your partner. It may be something that is hindering you from getting that promotion or being told or telling someone that you feel like you're being treated unfairly. So it might be getting in the way of your job and, you know, getting better at your job because you're scared to speak up about what it is that you need. You may have problems that are dealing with social anxiety, so you may not connect or make new friends because of how you were treated before when you try to just randomly talk to people or maybe it even involves public speaking. The way that you were treated or the way you were received makes it hard for you to start being, you know, uninhibited when you go out and speak about something or talk passionately about something. It might also be just social things that have to do with sharing posts on Facebook or doing a video to promote yourself or your business or an item that you're trying to sell. So we need to know what those things are. And the last thing that you could do to help try to do this is seek professional help. A professional, a mental health professional or a counselor or even... um a spiritual advisor or someone that you trust, they could help you get to the root of what the problem is that's causing you to be inhibited from being freely expressive. Some in inhibitions are good. Some inhibitions are bad, but some of them, the good ones or the bad ones are based on some nonsense or maybe a false belief or you know, even superstition. So we need to make sure that any inhibitions that we have are not based on foolishness, so to speak. We have to be aware of those things that are not real. And those are rational thought patterns that are really making it even harder for us to be naturally expressive in how we truly feel. Because we do want to just naturally be expressive in the way we speak. We want to be able to um, behave in a way that is natural for us to behave without feeling like we have to restrain ourselves. And if we fear being criticized or judged, that is going to really be a block for us and it's going to make it harder for us to pursue anything that will be good or benefit us or benefit somebody else. Don't ignore the proper inhibitions though. Don't ignore them. You know, if you know that it is not proper for you to just um, take your clothes off or wear clothes that is 
so um, too revealing or too too expressive in that way. You want to be a little bit mindful about some of the things that you're doing. So some proper inhibitions are necessary, but you don't want anything to cause you to avoid engaging in things that will, well, you do want to avoid my bad. You want to avoid engaging in anything that's going to ruin your life or is going to cause you to get in some form of trouble or legal trouble or anything like that. So yes, as I was saying before, there are some proper inhibitions that we definitely need to have. So there's a good, there's the bad, there's the ugly. So I want to leave you with a scripture that hopefully will be something that you'll benefit from as well. Like I have, and that comes out of first Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. And it says, do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. So you could be around people that are um, more likely to corrupt you and cause you to do things that are really not bad, not, not good for you. So be mindful that it can be the people that you're around that causes you to act in a way that is not appropriate or socially acceptable. Don't let people mislead you or corrupt your mind because there are people out there who lack inhibitions, especially the good inhibitions. They lack those or they just just do whatever they feel pleased to do or feel like they can do or they believe that they can do. They're unrestrained. You know, they're wild. They're reckless. (laughs) And those type of people you want to make sure that you avoid. So. Help yourself and help, you know, those that are around you and learn to take notice of the inhibitions that hinder you and that have restrained you from being the person that you are fully capable of being. And also remember that when you allow yourself to be uninhibited through the use of alcohol, or drugs, you will cause yourself to have way more problems than you need it because sometimes it is proper to have the right type of inhibitions that keep you from um, kind of overlooking the things, your principles and your morals. So always stay mindful of that. All right. I feel like I've said a whole lot and I'm hoping that you will utilize this information to better help yourself and help others and being free, freely expressive, not hindered from, you know, making the proper changes in your life that will allow you to live out your full potential. In the meantime, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Well, I really want to thank you for deciding to listen all the way through. And I would love for you to share this on your social media platform. That just helps me get the word out even more, as well as leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I would also appreciate any feedback that you have on the topic that I just shared by sending me email at akaimimakoy at gmail.com, or you can leave a voice message on Anchor about your feedback on this topic. Also, if you want, 
to work with me, you can go to my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com and fill out a contact form or schedule your free 10-minute consultation with me. You can also call to schedule an appointment at 404-759-4853. All right, until the next time, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health.